Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the H2P Podcast. I am your host, Chris Carter, here on DKPittsburghSports.com. You can find this podcast as long as all, as well as all as the other fine podcasts on this network at DKPittsburghSports.com or on our podcasting platform on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere. Podcasts are hosted for free, right for your entertainment. Now, again, I'm Chris Carter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. But Pitt football fans, you got yourself a victory Sunday. Pitt bounced back from its loss to Miami last week with a 54-29 win over Duke. I'm not here to just recap this win. You can do that by going to DKPittsburghSports.com and see my story on it. Because the story that I think truly tells where Pitt's going right now is when everything else is going wrong, which at the beginning of this game, you were a Pitt fan, you thought everything was going wrong. You come out, you start off hot. First possession, you force a fumble, recover it, your offense puts some points up. That's exactly what you're like, okay, that's exactly exactly what you want to do. But then your defense is giving up a lot of yards, they give up a field goal, they do get a fourth a fourth and goal stop at the goal line, but then Vincent Davies gets tackled for a safety, then the Pitt's deep, then Kenny Pickett fumbles, then Pitt, then a... Uh, Duke gets a 32-yard touchdown pass, and then you're like, oh, okay, Jordan Addison gets back in it with a touchdown, but then they, Pitt gives up a kick return, and it's starting to feel like one of those games. But then it wasn't one of those games. And the reason is because Pitt does have the players right now. Now, I will say this. Initially, Pitt was, Pitt was not doing the thing. You look at this, they did not start fast. They looked unprepared. They looked sloppy. But... If you're going to criticize the coaching for lack of being prepared to start the game, you got to praise the coaching for the way it adjusted in the game. Because after giving up 210 yards in the first quarter, Pitt only gave up seven yards in the second quarter. They did a heck of a job making some adjustments. But bottom line here, you got Kenny Pickett. This guy's a phenomenal player. There were some people in my mentions making fun of Kenny for throwing two picks last week. He was phenomenal again. 28-43 for 416 yards, three touchdowns, and he still missed some. What's crazy is all those numbers are amazing, and he still didn't have like his best game. He still missed some open receivers. Jordan Addison, seven catches, 171 yards, and a touchdown. Phenomenal player. But the thing that I want to talk to you Pitt fans about 
is what's coming. Because these next two games, I mean next three games really, but especially the next two games, are for real. North Carolina, an offense that at the beginning of the season, everyone thought Sam Howell, their quarterback, was a Heisman hopeful. They kind of faded off, but they became the first team to knock off Wake Forest, scoring 58 in that barn burner, barn burner game. And now in a short week, they're coming, to, they're coming to Heinz Field Thursday night. Pitt fans, they're going to need you out there. You packed the stadium for Clemson. Over 60,000 in attendance. I think 63,000, something along those lines. But you packed that stadium. You made it a ruckus environment. Pitt needs you to be there Thursday night. Find a way to get a ticket. Fill the bowl. It's Thursday night football at Heinz Field. Huge ACC implications. If Pitt wins this game, it puts them in a very good spot going into that Virginia game. It's a big-time opponent in North Carolina. We'll see Sunday where both teams are ranked. Pitt did get ranked 25th in the college football playoffs. But Pitt needs this win. And I said I said this last week, and I've said this you know, for the past few weeks, looking at the, the, the final stretch of the season. Pitt has struggled facing strong-armed, pocket-passing quarterbacks, guys that can find, the, find, the, find receivers at different parts of the field. Sam Howell, Virginia's Brennan Armstrong, those are exactly who those guys are. Now, you liked how Pitt responded and was able to take Duke out of the game by the, the first drive of the third quarter. But you cannot start slow against either of these teams. And it's a real question now. Is this the year? We've been talking about it since March when I saw that blue and gold spring game. Actually, that was April. I have a messed up memory in the, in the in the pandemic. But we've been talking about it for months. Is this the year? Will they get to at least nine wins? Can they win the ACC Coastal? Can they win the ACC in the whole shebang there? We're about to find out. That's what's so exciting. And that's why Pitt fans need to show up and back up their squad Thursday night. Whether you need to fly in from out of town, whether you need to get in from the suburbs, whether you are simply in the city and you just been a little busy and you ain't been going to the games, guess what? This is it, man. Go out there and support your boys because they are they are fighting tooth and nail. You got and that's the other thing. You got to give credit to all around. Rodney Hammond, tough running freshman. 16 carries, 81 yards. That that dude, that young man's a beast. So is Israel Bonaconda, 10 carries, 67 yards, fighting for every single yard. Jordan Addison, a phenomenal playmaker. And then you still got role, role players all over the place. Uh, Shockey, Jack Louis, Jared Wayne, both of them coming up big. Uh, uh, Gavin Bartholomew, the, 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 the tight end, coming up big. The defense, John Patrician. I mean, who who can't? Who, how can you not love that guy for what he's been doing for Pitt? In this game, he had 13 tackles. He had a, a second straight game with an interception, his third on the year. Phil Campbell, 10 tackles. Cam Bright, two and a half sacks. Servassier Dennis, a goal line stand on the number two running back in the ACC. This was a heart kind of win. This was a, you know what, things are going against us, but we're going to weather the storm because you know what, we got these guys. We trust each other. That's the kind of win that Pitt brought in this game. And now you're in a position. You're in a, you're in a position where you could finish the job. Two big games. Put up a shut up. 
And it's crazy to say, and I hate to say it this way because, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it, but these three next three games may make a big page, the biggest page in the Pat Narduzzi legacy at the Pitt football program. Pitt will be in the spotlight for sure. A lot of people are going to tune into that Thursday night football game across the country, especially in the ACC. So you need to show you need to show up, and you need to show up big. They got to start fast, keep hitting fast, and play their best games these next, especially these next two weeks. You do not want to fall prey. Virginia's only a half game back. You can't. You, if you lose to North Carolina, you can at least bounce back and win Virginia, but you can't lose to Virginia. But if you beat North Carolina, you put yourself in a really good spot that if you beat Virginia, you lock up the ACC Coastal. And then you're in a spot where you're like, okay, we did this. Now you can get ready for the ACC championship game. At the beginning of the season, even myself, people said I was waiting way too optimistic, saying they would be 9-3 and and they could win the Coastal. But even I didn't say oh, they're going to win the ACC championship game this year. They could prove a lot of people wrong with this, and this would be a, ta- a page-turner for the program. This would be look people looking around and saying, oh, hey, hey, who's that pit team doing damage? This is how you win more recruits. This is how you get more excitement. It all happens right now with these games. Pitt's dealing with a lot of injuries. We, we know that's going to be an issue, but they've got to find a way to step up. And – to me, in this game, they were this, and this is why Pitt's been so special this year. The stars held on; they made the plays to keep Pitt alive. And when the defense woke back up, and the other players got clicked into the game, Pitt was not down by some insurmountable amount because of Kenny Pickett, because of Jordan Addison making those plays themselves. And then Pitt was able to put this, put, take control of this game, and put them away. That's the kind of win you want. That's the kind of excitement you want. We're going to see if they can follow through with more of that ex- excitement this Thursday night at Heinz Field. I'll be there covering the game for DK Pittsburgh Sports. But this uh, past Saturday was not all uh, uh, sun, sunshine and roses for Pitt as there was some bad news for Pitt basketball. It's been a lot of bad news for Pitt basketball over the past couple weeks. We're going to break things down because Pitt basketball opens its season Tuesday. I'm going to give you my first look on Pitt basketball right here on the H2P Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. Stay tuned. Got a lot more coming your way. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back here on the H2P Podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, keeping it real with you, Pitt fans. H2P, by the way, hail to Pitt. The victory lights are on the cathedral Saturday night for the big win. But And we could spend a good bit more time celebrating that win, 
we could talk about all the great things. Israel Boniconda, Rodney Hammond, Jordan Addison. Is Kenny Pickett back in the Heisman race? Things like that. Things that could get you excited and, and you know, for Thursday Night Football. But we're going to have a quick turnaround. It's going to be... It's gonna be a uh, uh, it's it's gonna be a quick week, but it's also gonna be a packed week because you're gonna have three games to to be talking about if you're a fan of Pitt football and Pitt basketball. Pitt basketball opens their season against the Citadel this Tuesday night at uh, seven p.m. at the Pete. Be there, be square. But man, Pitt is just going through it. We already knew. That Jeff Capel was having a, you know having a hard time building back from Kevin Stallings, waiting through the pandemic just like all the other coaches. The transfer portal hit, and that causes a giant exodus. You lose all three of your top scores from the previous season. One goes to the NBA, two transfer out of the program. But you rebuild. You go in the, you hit the transfer portal hard. You get some some good role players. You get John Hugley back after he was suspended last year because he was charged with, you know, a couple a couple felonies, but they were dropped. And then the hits keep on coming. We already knew Jamarius Burton, the Texas Tech point guard who came in and we've been told has been looking like a leader for Pitt basketball. He suffered an injury that he's been out for the past month or so. He's rehabbing. They say he's, he's he'll be back soon, but they'll start the season without him. But we figure, hey. Pitt's backcourt, that's the that's the strength of this team right now. You got Femi Odakale. You got Nike Sabande. Whoop, nope. You got don't got Nike Sabande because he tore his ACL Monday in the in the in the scrimmage. Just a very unfortunate bad luck, just like Jamarius Burton. But then the Ifield Horton news came out Saturday morning. I gotta tell you, as a reporter, you know, I I am a uh, when I write about Pitt, I'm objective. I, you know, I, but when I write, I always root for the individual to overcome their story, to overcome their, the obstacles in their life, to be successful and find prosperity. It does not bring joy to me when I get, when I have to write stories about players getting arrested, which Ithiel Horton was. If you haven't read, if you haven't heard this news, if you're late to it, you probably aren't. It was all over social media, but I wrote about the details on it. Essentially, Ithiel Horton was on Carson Street in the south side. The report, according to uh, the police, is that he was arguing with a tow truck driver who was towing his car. Police were called to the scene. And the report is that he allegedly punched an officer in the face so hard enough that the officer's lip started to bleed. And then he he fleed on foot. He would later be arrested. Now we got to see what the charges are. We got to see, you know, what, what, everything that plays out here, because uh, a lot of people thought John Hugley wouldn't be back with the program, but he's back, and those charges were dropped. But this does not look good at all, and it's a poor reflection of the program, unfortunately for Jeff Capel. And now he's in a, he's in a position where just a few days, just a few days before Pitt opens its season in a season where you are people are already saying Pitt's going to finish next to last or dead last in the ACC. You already know this is going to be a long season, a long haul. If you if you surprise people and get some big ACC wins this season, it would be a victory. It would be building the program back. And here you are 
continuing to just find things that just keep knocking him down and knocking him down. And now Pitt most likely will be without three of its main guards that it was hoping to build its offense around, to build its whole team around. Ithiel Horton was supposed to be the scoring shooting guard. Nike Zabonde was supposed to be the combo guard that you could put on the court and run with anybody. Jamarius Burton was supposed to be the veteran point guard who could run the offense and be the leader, leader, leader that keeps everything you know above water. Now, none of them are available to you. That's a hurt piece. Now, Jamarius Burton may come back, and we don't know what the situation with Ithiel is, you know, but it doesn't look good. And I saw some people, first of all, there was a comment on one of the articles on DKPittsburghSports.com that I did not find appropriate at all. Saying the saying that Capel is recruiting thugs, time for him to leave. Did not appreciate that comment. Because Don Hugley was his charges were dropped. If Ithiel Horton did what he said he did, he did, well, then he's guilty of that crime. But do not label Femi Utakale, Nike Sabande, or any other of the Pitt Panthers with that label. And again, we still got to hear what all the details are in Ithiel's situation. And it, but again, it's not like Jeff Capel's going into uh, going going and finding these players who have checkered pasts and all and his criminal record. There was no indication that, that this this kind of thing would ever happen to Ithiel Horton. Just like there wasn't an indication that would happen to John Hugley. So don't do that to Jeff. But it is a real question. Can Jeff ever get the program out of the state that it's in? Like I said, I like to believe in people, not just players, but coaches, staff people, anybody. I, I always believe in the better good of people need to overcome the obstacles obstacles in their way. And I, I truly think if Jeff Capel could ever turn Pitt around, it would be one of the most amazing stories that we've ever seen in, in this city. Because Pitt was in the, the, the deepest of deep holes. They've been dealt just bad hand after bad hand after bad hand. And if he found a way to rebuild the program through all of this, it would be amazing. But it's it's looking worse and worse with each just passing week almost. In the same week, you lose Nike for the year and Ithiel potentially for the year. You know, if Pitt rallies behind this and makes this awesome, that's it makes this an awesome season and says, you know, we're gonna we're gonna make this about us and we're gonna do this and we're gonna overcome, you know, the adversity and you know and you know challenge the haters. That's great, awesome. And I'm rooting for them to do it because, like I said, I like to see people overcome their challenges. But, man, this continues to look rough and rough for Pitt basketball. I was talking with Craig Meyer of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, and we were just talking about, you know, Citadel is a team that you shouldn't take lightly, lightly even if you were, if, even if you were in, your, in, in your prime of a program. But Pitt isn't that. Wouldn't have been that even with Nike Sabande and Ithiel Horton. And now especially isn't that. I'm not saying that Pitt basketball is doomed, but it don't look good. I'm also not saying that Jeff Cable doesn't deserve criticism during all this. But I am saying that we got to see how this, this, this situation plays out. I am saying that he's not responsible for all these kids' actions. 
But if he can't find a way to get his team together to avoid the stupid things on and off the court, then it will be the end of the Jeff Capel era. Like I've said for months now, talking about Pitt basketball, I truly think the the future of Pitt basketball and of the Jeff Capel era depends on this, on, on last year's recruiting class. William Jeffress, John Hugley, Femi Odakali, Noah Collier, that crew. What does he do with them over the next four years? Does he develop any of them into stars? Do they become the pieces that help build Pitt back? That's the future there. But you need veterans to help those guys along. Otherwise, you're going to have similar situations what would happen with Xavier Johnson and Audis Tony and Trey McGowan, who they wanted to be the man. There was no one to put them in check when they got there. And then eventually, when it was time to put them in check, it was a little too late. Jeff needs vets to step up as leaders, to lead the team when he, you know, in the moments that he can't. I don't care what anybody says. Coach K needed that in his great teams, and there's stories that Jeff has shared with us about how that's been the case. Somebody needs to step up for Pitt basketball. If they don't, it's going to be a really, really long season, even longer than what I thought it would be in the first place. But Pitt fans, brush that off. Hang in there. Enjoy the football win and enjoy the short week because there's going to be a lot of talk going into Thursday night football. Your Pitt Panthers take on North Carolina Tar Heels Thursday night, Heinz Field. Again, be there. Support your Pitt Panthers. They're having a heck of a season. They have a chance to win the ACC Coastal, and that road continues Thursday night here, right here in Pittsburgh. I'm Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com. Subscribe to our podcast platform. Every, available everywhere for free. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Hang in there, Pitt fans. Keep celebrating the football win. And as always, H2P. Ladies and gentlemen.